Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. And guys, I, I started the show out two or three days ago making this announcement. Well, I'm going to update the announcement. We have now 151,000 regular listeners. The information got updated. And again, a sincere thanks to all of you for helping us make that a reality. Our goal this year was to have 200,000 regular listeners by the end of this year. Uh, I st- we Obviously, I think we're on track for that. So again, thank you for all your support. And please continue to share the uh, you know, share what we're doing, share what we're trying to do for all of you guys out there, trying to help all of you realize that really honestly for the maybe first time in a lot of your lives, you are in the right place at the right time. Now it's ready for you to take the right action. Now we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday, but before we do, obviously, welcome back to the radio show, my lovely wife, Julie Harris. Julie, welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be here as always and to share the show with you. And I think this is going to be some major, uh, not just points, not just a fun show, but as always, we try and make this applicable, practical, and something that will make them more money in less time. I think that's why people listen. At least I hope so. And I hope we're able to deliver that. So looking forward to it as always. So Julie, how much does it freak you out that we're basically talking to 151,000 people right now? <laughs> I guess if I saw them all in front of me, I'd be pretty freaked out because that's like a major town yeah. worth of people. But as long as we're on the radio, I'm good. How about you? Yeah, no, I completely agree. You know, listeners, the cool thing about that is that there's supposedly, nobody knows for sure, but supposedly like 1 million, 1.2 million members of the National Association of Realtors. And then there's supposedly like if you add in the non-members, there's supposedly like 2 million realtors. You know, I'm sorry, 2 million people selling real estate in the country. But if you actually were to drill, that, drill down on the number of agents that are actually actively selling real estate or really consider themselves, you know, they remember every day they have a real estate license. You, you guys know what I'm talking about. There's so many people that have licenses that don't do anything with them. Well, there's only maybe 400,000 people that are actively involved in the business. You guys are uh, obviously amongst that group. And we now are able to communicate with almost a third of them, a third of all of you guys who are actively you know, building your businesses or at the top of the summit or on the way to the top. That's our audience. And, and you know what? That's, the, that's our focus. And just a quick reminder, guys, if there's any show topics, any ideas, any people you think we should be interviewing, anybody whatsoever, email us, and we will take action on it right away, Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. Speaking of emails, Julie, you had a fun email uh, from a frequent listener, Mr. Mark Mayer, correct? Uh, Yes, and I am pulling that up right now. Okay, perfect. So this is from Mark Mayer, and again, if you guys have referrals to beautiful Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, which hopefully is shortly returning to its beautifulness, so... From Mark Mayer, he says, Dear Tim and Julie, as I was driving around yesterday inspecting my hurricane-hit listings and feeling a little depressed over restarting my business, I get in the car where I listen to your podcast and I hear you reading my email. I cannot tell you how it lifted me and helped me to get back into making my calls and getting back to normalcy. The expired and unrepresented sellers could not believe I was calling. Today is Sunday, but I'm treating it like Monday since I've been away for 10 days. Remember, Mark and many of his colleagues were displaced because of the uh, hurricane for 
10 days, maybe two weeks. He's just not just returning to work, but returning to his own home and things to deal with. So Mark goes on to suggest some radio shows, which we will be doing in the future. So as always, we do appreciate and we do take seriously your special requests. Here are his. And, Tim, I'll, I'll just kind of summarize these. How to take advantage yep. of all of our material. Okay, so yes, and, and that's something as a student that I'm always working on in our classes together. Number two, and this is something you guys, you know, better take seriously. He's living it. Name tags are custom embroidered shirts on your errands and the importance of them. I hate wearing them because in the grocery store people always ask me where the ketchup is. But I also meet so many people when I choose the longest checkout line, which I do. It's the perfect prospecting place, and I go to the store every day, seven days a week. I mean, there's a simple idea everybody can implement. Number three, open houses on busy roads during the week near builders' model homes that are open. I do opens with the intentions of getting listings. There's a huge morsel in that. So many of you guys still believe open houses only get buyers. I do these because I have no budget to advertise, and it's a great listing tool. I do it from 4 to 6 p.m., so everybody coming home from work sees my custom open house signs where my name and phone number stand out. I have a listing appointment this week with an owner who has his property listed with another agent, and they see my signs weekly. It lets your owners know that during the week there's no open house competition. I love that. Great idea. And then just a couple of quick other ones. Unrepresented sellers offer to have their houses open for them so I can pick up buyers and puts my sign in the front of their yard. Has to be a nice house that shows well and somewhat priced well to do this. I have already listed a builder's spec home this way. So what's cool about Mark is he doesn't just throw out ideas. He says, and it works, and I have proof. So nice job, Mark. And last but not least, lockbox advertising. And this applies to a lot of you guys who don't get to use signs as a marketing tool. What Mark does is puts large luggage tags laminated on the lockboxes so they can see from the road that the house is for sale. He says everybody, every little bit helps. And also when other agents show your listing, their buyers see your name on the lockbox. That's pretty awesome. But you know what? So, it is a funny yeah, idea. But you know it it how you could plus that idea, Jilly? Make the make the uh, make the luggage tags fluorescent, right? Make them so you can see them from not just from the uh, street, but you can see them from the air. You know, do something really totally. crazy. I yeah. love it, and that's you know, none of this costs much money either. It's great ideas. That's the obnoxious stuff that you and I would have done. Totally <laughs> right. Well, that's why we love Mark. So, guys, I, I <laughs> yeah. wrote yeah, me too. I wrote something down um, while Julie was reading Mark's email, and I was listening to, of course. And guys, we're going to get back to where we left off yesterday. We're talking about lead generation. We're talking about the the ten big things that no one will ever tell you the truth about lead generation. But I wrote this thought down, and maybe it's going to resonate with some of you. And this came from my a few of my coaching calls this morning. Um, why do you feel guilt? You know, a lot of us basically end the day feeling guilty, or we don't identify the feeling we have as guilty, but it's this sort of unsettled feeling, this quagmire of emotions where you don't really feel like, you know, you don't, you, you feel like basically the day got by you. You don't feel like you got this, things done. You don't really feel satisfied with the efforts that you made. It's just this unsettled feeling. Do some of you guys relate? Pretty much all 151,000 of you probably are, you know, understanding what I'm saying. So why do you feel that way? Have you ever thought about that? Why is it that you feel that way? So here's what those thoughts meander to. Sometimes you guys will say, well, I don't have balance in my life, and so that's the reason I feel guilt, because I feel out of balance. Well, here's the problem with that thought. There is no answer to it, ever. You'll never have balance in your life. And we're going to talk more about balance in upcoming radio shows, but I'll basically summarize right now. You're never in balance. You're always out of balance. That's part of life. That's the way God designed us. And that's not saying you basically just sacrifice your family, your personal, financial, and whatever, whatever. I'm not suggesting that. But I am suggesting that 
during times in your different times of your life, you're going to put more emphasis on one a specific you know set of goals over another. When you were younger, maybe it was you know getting in really good shape, or maybe when you're older, it's going to be spirituality. It doesn't matter, but be okay with being out of balance. That's called normal. But that aside, why do you feel guilt at the end of the day? Why do you have that unsettled feeling? And it, and I'll help you guys. Hopefully, help all of you understand why you have that feeling. It's because you know you didn't leave it all on the table. You know you didn't put your best effort forward the entire day. You know you didn't actually do your job, and I know no one likes to hear this word. You know that you were actually lazy. Now, I know that word's offensive, and that's okay. Be a little offended. Don't close your mind to the next point I'm about to make. The solution, the way you get rid of that feeling forever, is you identify the three to five things that matter most for you every single day that you have to get done. And we're business coaches. We're goal, our goal here is to help you guys build your real estate practice, make money, take care of yourself and your family, right? So those three to five things, have at least three of them be focused on making money. For example, a certain number of actual contacts every single day. The number of contacts needs to be determined by completing your real estate treasure map, you know, knowing actually how many numbers, how many contacts you have to make every day to hit your specific goals. Contacts, guys, are obviously the best contacts are the people that have their hands in the air wanting to sell, Bisbo's expires, you know, unrepresented owners, you know, those types of sellers. But a contact also is um, a center of influence of past client. A contact, guys, though it's not good as, as good of a contact, could also be, you know, something as simple as lead follow-up. So a number of contacts every day would be a really important goal to have every single day. The next, I would say, minimum standard that all of you guys should have is you should have no leads left unfollowed up on that day, right? Every single lead that you have, every single one that you have needs to be followed up on completely. Be careful about how you're treating your leads. And there's a whole bunch of misunderstanding and miseducation that's going on right now about, you know, the quality of leads and all that. And, we've, and if you want to learn more about how to handle your leads, just go and listen to past radio shows at realestatecoachingradio.com or just go to our new main website at timandjulieharris.com and just listen to past shows. But your leads have to be fully pre-qualified, which delays leading you perfect into point number six. So leads have to be fully pre-qualified. You have to know the buyer's and the seller's motivation. A lead by itself, guys, as we talked on the radio yesterday, has absolutely no value. A pre-qualified lead where you know their motivation, tremendous value. Mark's email, you guys should be reading between the lines what he talked about. He's doing opens on unrepresented owners, a.k.a. FISBOs, and also his own listings during the week, and he knows he's going to start meeting with potential sellers in the community. Whereas most agents think that the only people you get at an open house are buyers, depending on the price range of the house you're holding open, 50 to 60% of all the people walking in the door are going to have a house to sell. That's Mark's mindset because he knows he needs to go after listings. You guys need to do the same thing. That all goes back to pre-qualifying and knowing what questions to ask. So if every single day you know you have to make, say, five or ten real contacts and you have to make sure you follow up on all your leads with the intent to set an appointment, not just, hello, how's it going? By the way... A follow-up is a conversation. It's not an email, not a text, not a chat, not a Facebook this, not a Twitter, none of that. It's a phone call. It's a face-to-face -face conversation. Don't be confused about that. That's what counts. The rest of it doesn't count. And, you know, frankly, I'd love for all of you guys to have a minimum standard of setting one appointment a day. You know, depending on where you are in your career, it might be one pre-qualified listing appointment a day, or it might just be one any kind of appointment a day, buyer or seller. 
the two and that say if you wanted to have five minimum standards, I would suggest you have some sort of you know physical regimen where you take care of your body. And the sixth one I would suggest is that you're taking care of your family, something you're overtly doing to stay connected with your family every single day. Some people have dinner with their kids and their wife and husband, and some people you know whatever it is, whatever is important to you, you're doing those things every single day. I promise you guys. When you learn what your three to five most important things are every single day, you write those things down. They can't just be these general bullshit things that people say. You know, I want to meditate or I want to this or the other. No, that doesn't count. You have to have actual accountability to the three to five things that you say you're going to do every day. Notice I said you're going to make a certain number of contacts, 10 let's say, that is commensurate with your specific goals that you've set for yourself based on completing your real estate treasure map. Do you see how that's different than how maybe some of you guys are thinking about specific goals now? See how I'm giving a specific number that you can hold yourself accountable to? That is how you clear the decks of having those negative emotions that, you know, frankly, sometimes spin around to the point of making for really negative days and negative weeks and negative lives. Stop it. Put an end to it. Realize that really it does come down to a specific set of three to five things, minimum standards, that you do every single day at the highest level even when you don't feel like doing it. All right? So keep those things in mind, guys, and don't make things so complicated. So, Julie, without any further delay, let's pick up where we left off yesterday. And, guys, we're talking about lead generation. We're giving you the ten truths about lead generation. And many of these things, especially if you become in the business like after 2007, probably you've never been exposed to. So open your mind, and we're going to simplify a lot of the confusion that's out there and help you guys have laser focus on how to actually you know, understand what lead generation is and isn't. So point number six, Joy. Point number six, lead conversion and pre-qualifying are lost arts. Becoming great at conversion and pre-qual goes hand-in-hand hand with systematizing your lead generation. Don't add more leads if you're not able to convert and pre-qualify what you already have. This is one of the biggest mistakes we see as coaches. People come to, to a call with us and they say, I need help with my lead generation. We know to ask first, tell me about your existing leads. Anybody who doesn't ask you that, who calls themselves a coach, is doing you a disservice. You may not need more leads. You may just need to get great at what you've already got in front of you right there on your plate. If you're not using a script, you're not converting professionally. What do we mean by converting? Converting somebody we're calling as a lead, a call, an email, a voicemail, somebody contacts you on Facebook, however we're calling them lead, converting them to a client. How do you do that? A script has to come in between when they're a lead and when you're calling them a client. So anybody who is listening to this podcast right now who has a list of what you believe to be leads but you haven't yet called them, and if you are calling them, when you are calling them, if you're not using a script – you know, that's the first issue because why, if you have those challenges, which is normal, by the way, if you have those challenges, why would you throw more fuel on that fire, particularly spending money on leads is even worse, if you're not converting what you already have coming in? And that could be as simple as I give you a direct referral, but you sit on it for a day and a half. And in the meantime, one of that person's other friends gave them another referral, and now you're, you know, you're even out could be that simple. So lead conversion and pre-qualifying are lost starts. Figure out what you're going to do about that. And number well, seven. Joy, drill, yes. Well, drill down real quick. So coaching clients, remember, just use the scripts, the scripts that are on the website and the Premier Coaching Easy website. Part. Log in, download them, and, and they're filling the blank. When Julie and I sold real estate, literally on everybody's desk in our office at REMAX North, everyone had a stack of blue uh, forms and red forms. Blue was for buyer, reds were for sellers. 
And when a blue, when a, you know, when a blue, when a buyer called in, the blue form was grabbed, and they went through asking all the questions. It may have been me. It may have been someone who was working with us as part of our team, and they filled in the blanks. That's what they did. And guys, use the script how it was written. The buyer script in particular is something that is very unique to us. It's copyrighted. It's designed specifically to pull out those sellers right away at the top of every single uh, pre-qualification call. You ask the seller, or I'm sorry, you ask the buyer basically questions that will lead you very quickly to know whether they're actually a seller in disguise, as most of them will be. Number seven, Julie. Number seven, know your numbers. Know your magic number. This is the number of listings you need to reach or exceed your income goal. You've got to know how many leads it takes for you to set the right number of appointments to get to that right number of listings. What is your appointment conversion ratio? How many appointments are you going on to actually have something come of it? How many contacts do you have to make to hit those numbers? So lots of numbers, and this is what we work on in coaching too, is even knowing what numbers to track because you don't have to track every last thing, but tracking the most important things and knowing what it's going to take. You know, a lot of people can say, well, I've got to earn this many dollars per year, this much, 100000 whatever it may be. Okay, so now what are you going to do about it? You've got to know what it takes to get you there based on the reality of your average sale price, the average sale price in your market, how many appointments it takes to get there, how many listings it takes to sell, your days on the market. You know, a lot of people hide out from the numbers because I think it makes them uncomfortable, Tim. They don't know what to really ask, and they don't know how to track it. And because I think they have a sixth sense that the numbers are going to be big and hairy and scary. But what I find, and I think you find this too, is that when you actually do the numbers, it gives you control of your business, and it's almost never as bad as they think it's going to be. Would you agree with that? Well, absolutely. And, you know, the thing with knowing your numbers is it goes back to the it, – it's a relief. It's when you know your numbers, when you know your – well, guys, look. If you have not yet done this, what the hell are you waiting for, to be honest with you? Request your free coaching call, and we'll help you to know your numbers. When you request your free coaching call, it's right there on that. On You guys are now listening on our new website. You're listening right off the page. You see the nice shiny box there, name, email, phone number. Just complete that. You see the image of those books. You get all those books in digital format. But the book I want you guys to start with and actually I'm looking at it right now, is Real Estate Treasure Map. That's the book that is the creation. Is the, it, it basically takes you step-by-step step to, to form a business and really a life plan. I'm going to start using words that are a little stoic, uh, like a life philosophy. And so life philosophy, what does that mean? It means basically how you can actually encapsulate work and business all into the sort of same thinking. They're not separate things. In other words, you're not in conflict with either one of those things. That's what the real estate treasure map is all about. When you request, uh, uh, when you fill out the form, you're going to get a call back. You're going to get a call back from Corey. You're going to get a call back from Misty. You're going to get a call back from Casey. And they're going to schedule you for a free coaching call uh, with one of our uh, new enrollment coaches. They're going to walk you through getting the process started. And if you're interested, they're also going to let you know about the coaching program. The coaching program, guys, is a real life, honest to God coaching call. You get two semi-private coaching calls per month. You get a private coaching call in addition to that per month. And you get everything we ever talk about, all the listing presentations, the buyer presentations, the scripts, the objection handlers, the books. It is beyond comprehensive. No matter what market you're in, no matter what price range you're in, no matter what level of experience you're in. We were talking about Mark earlier. Mark's been in the business as long as Julie and I have, and he's a coaching client. And he's been, we have crossed many paths together. Um, 
Julie and I and Mark. We know him back from the Howard Britton days. Mark sold hundreds and hundreds of houses, and he's a coaching client. It's because the, the information is current. It's relevant. This isn't some just static information back from the 70s, guys. This is the absolute positive best of the best, in our opinion, obviously, of what's available right now for you guys to learn how to really build an extraordinary coaching business. So just complete that form. You're going to get a call back, and you're going to get those books, and absolutely start with the real estate treasure map. Next point, Julie. Point number eight, understand the spokes in the wheel model. Systematizing your lead flow and creating consistent appointments requires that you have more than one, what we call spokes, in your lead generation wheel. Being dependent on only one source of leads is recipe for disaster when that source stops working, becomes too expensive to continue buying, or simply disappears on you. I can give example after example, many different types of spokes drying up. We've had coaching clients that were very dependent on one relocation company, for example. Dependent, especially back in the previous boom times, all of your past clients, everybody was buying and selling for fun, and that was the only people you talked to. You didn't have any other spokes. What happened? It hit the fan. Then we even well, have examples of, of people you know, in the short sale world. There's a whole generation of agents in certain towns that that's all they got. That disappeared. So it can happen no matter assuming, what that one spoke is. Go ahead. We're assuming we're preaching to the choir, and that's a mistake. I know. So, guys, the spokes, the spokes on the wheel analogy is, is very simple. Imagine you're rolling down the street, and you have a bicycle wheel, You know, a bicycle wheel with multiple spokes. You hit a bump on the road, and that bicycle wheel has integrity. It doesn't collapse. It's strong. You keep on rolling down the street, right? Makes sense. Now, imagine you're rolling down that same street, and your bicycle wheel has one or two spokes, and you hit that same little small pebble on the road. Do you think that wheel's going to stay have integrity? You think it's going to collapse? It's going to collapse, of course. And Julie just touched on it. So many of you guys have already, if you've been with us for a long time, you know that we were there with you back when the last market sort of went through the corrective cycle and the, one, and the recession before that and the recession before that, and we're about to enter into another one of those times. You cannot become a one-spoke wonder. Do not just become a short sale agent. Do not become just an REO agent. Do not just become a prospecting agent. Do not become a social networking agent. Do not become a social networking agent. Become all of them. That's the goal, guys, is you have to have multiple spokes. The key is knowing how to, in which order to build the spokes and then basically not moving on to the next spoke until that last spoke is really as strong as it needs to be. And that's what we do as part of the coaching program. We're going to walk you through the process of building a multiple-spoke wheel so that when the inevitability or inevitable you know, pebble in the road comes your way, hopefully it's no more than that, that you will still and your wheel will still have the ability to keep rolling, and you won't have to just stop and rebuild the wheel. Get it? Keep that in mind, guys. That is really, really critical. It's one of the founding principles of our coaching organization. Point number nine, Julie. Point number nine, and this is also a super critical point. Don't add buyer's agents or listing partners until you yourself have achieved the desired net income for 90 days to six months straight. Not now and then having a good month, doing it straight. Be the best at the things that you propose that they do before you can expect to run a successful team. You may choose not to create a team based on doing the real math of what you have to add on to support them. But at a bare minimum, don't start adding people until you're excellent at it yourself. It just doesn't make sense to do that. Great way to run your business into the ground. So shall we hover there or can I go into number 10? Well, no, actually, when you were talking, I was thinking about a coaching call I had with a client this morning, and he told me that he got a solicitation from another one of these companies, and I'm not going to mention the name, but another one of these companies that basically will charge you some ridiculous uh, fee per month, this one was $2,000 a month, to basically go out and prospect your FISBOs and your expireds for you and oh, supposedly right. set listing appointments. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, these guys creep up all the time. And, you know, the obvious question is, why wouldn't you do this yourself? <laughs> you know? And, and it's like I told them to listen to today's and yesterday's radio show. And the truth is, guys, if those, those companies and com- types of companies that try to make it so you think that you can just whip out your credit card and hit the easy button, those guys come and they go. They get a bunch of you know people that they sell. They go out of business. They keep your money, and they creep back up in some other name and some other form. That has happened for years. Don't succumb to that. Remember, guys, you have to learn to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Embrace that. Make that your credo of life. Next point, Julie. Point number 10, all of your systematizing efforts should lead to the same outcome. Your job is to simply lead, generate, follow up with urgency, pre-qualify, present, negotiate, and close. All paths need to lead to those things which make you money. Remember, the highest and best use of your time is to be on listing presentations, negotiating, and closing. Stop trying to delegate things that make you money. Why would you put that much risk on the most important things? So when you're systematizing and you're setting up what your lead generation is going to look like, how you're going to handle it, what your scripts are, remember it all leads to the same place. Highest and best use of your time, listing presentations. We started out yesterday's podcast, which this is the continuation of, with uh, a listener asking, how can I monetize my time? How can I get my time back and only spend time on the most important things? By systematizing your lead generation. So in conclusion, the better you are at systematic lead generation, the more abundance you'll see in your business. The more consistent that abundance is, you'll gradually get your freedom of time back. But there are no shortcuts. The people who are marketing to you to try and get you to whip out your credit card, they know you're looking for a shortcut. Doesn't work. There are no shortcuts. You've got to get great at this. It is your number one job in your real estate practice to generate consistent leads and to know what to do with them. So here's your homework. Analyze your lead generation. Where does your business come from historically? That's a great place to start. What's been working for you so far? Are those Hmm. spokes where you get business from now systematized or is your business running on luck and hopium? How many spokes do you have? Are you the best at them? What's the next step to creating lead flow and getting away from lead spurts? That's a big homework assignment, but it's possibly one of the most important ones that we've ever done on a podcast because nothing else – you can have like the best transaction coordination system on the planet and the most gorgeous pre-listing package, but if you don't have appointments, I mean, really, who cares, right? You've got to be great at this. Back to you, Tim. You know, Julie, actually, you're touching on something that's really critical. Uh, people try to pigeonhole – our uh, coaching organization into being all of one thing. And I guess that's because that's just how people think like, Oh, that's the buy referral company or that's the prospecting company or that's a social networking company. You know, the truth is, is we, we cannot be pigeonholed because we're not advocates of any one single form of lead generation. There are no such thing as bad lead generation. I mean, there's just all these silly, silly things that are said. If you guys right now, if you, so we're not advocates of buying buyer leads, right? We think it's just absolutely positively stupid, but if you're buying, if, if I were on a phone with you right now and I were to ask you about your business and you were to tell me that you've been buying buyer leads from Zillow and you're getting great results and you're making great net profit and I would ask you a bunch of questions about your numbers and I'd be convinced that you're making great, great net profit, the, the last thing I would do is tell you to stop doing it. That would just be horrible. It would be malpractice on my part. So don't get stuck in this thinking that there's only one way to do it. You guys can form a lead generation wheel, your own spokes around your strengths and your weaknesses. Julie and I in our organization, you know, for 20 years, we've coached people 
but absolutely positively should never pick up the phone and try to cold call or try to call if this board expired. They have horrible, horrible voices. There's something else going on, strong accents, just whatever. You know, I've had, we've had people that have had the strongest, like, East Coast accent. They're living in the Midwest. So it's like you're getting a call from Tony Soprano and you live in, you know, Columbus, Ohio. That's not going to be a call you're going to be very receptive to have. So we have, you know, the, there are, there's not one way to build your spokes. There's not one way to build your wheel. Every single one of you guys are individuals. Look for the strengths that all of you have and embellish those. Some of you, again, my example there, might not be ever a good fit for doing some of the other things that some other people are doing. That's okay. Find your strengths. Your ideal lead generation wheel is going to be about seven things, seven different lead sources. Now, with that in mind, when you complete your real estate treasure map, when you're talking with one of our coaches about getting it done, working on your numbers, the first thing they're going to take you through are the lead generation sources that are free. And here's a little secret for all of you. Very, very rarely will you not be able to exceed your financial goals for yourself by ever having to buy leads. I'm going to say it again. Very rarely are you going to have to buy leads once you learn how to self-generate because there's more easier opportunity out there in the self-generating space, but it takes skill. It does take some effort. It does take you deciding that you're going to become the best at whatever it is to go after that source of business. And those are always going to be the ones that are going to feed you the longest. Those are always going to be the ones that make you the proudest of what you've accomplished that particular day. I'm talking about having the ability to go into, say, for example, a group and that you're networking with and pull leads out of there. I'm talking about basically working with expireds or for sale by owners or your centers of influence. I'm talking about the things that do require a little bit of effort. You know, and a lot of the other things we teach, we teach you guys like 50 different possible, and there's way more than that, but 50 different possible spokes. And then you choose which ones are best for you. And we, we figure out how to build those. Yes. We're going to try to coach you to the ones that will get you the most results, the quickest and make you the most money, the fastest. But yeah, that's our jobs. So Julie, are you still on the, on the show? I am. I am. Okay, okay good. I I so am. I think this was a good topic, and I think that this will help folks, especially, you know, not just this time of year, but any time of year, get their heads screwed on straight. I feel sorry, honestly, Julie. I feel sorry for so many of these guys that are out there that are getting absolutely hammered with all of these people that are trying to sell them the easy button. And an, yeah. even great agents are tempted by horrible ideas just because they're feeling insecure. If you're feeling that way, re-listen to this show. Go back and listen to our other shows. Request a free coaching call. Heck, you can even email Julie or I directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. We'll help you get your head screwed on straight. You know, we will. Yeah. And special (laughs) requests, you know, like Mark had. We're open to that as well. Great shout-outs. We always like – yeah, and you notice we always say, hey, you know what? If you guys have referrals going to each other, I think they've already set up three different referrals this week. We don't charge you guys to hook you up with each other. We just like you to communicate, take good care of each other, and be a community. So that's fine, too. Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com, Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com, and I'm looking forward to uh, tomorrow's show. I'll see you then. Cool. We'll talk to you on the radio tomorrow, guys. Have a great day. Thank you for listening, and please do as you always have done and share our show with other folks. Thanks. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.